The texts are very good on it's too cold to blank. So keep that coming throughout the show. We'll revisit some of your best texts. It is too cold to go for a long walk. It's too cold to leave soda in your car because it becomes pop. Uh, I've done that before. My in-laws were laughing about the time I was a college student and drove from Chicago to visit Alyssa. And I was driving like a Pontiac Grand Am or Grand Prix, like this just super hot car that I had. But I had a case of Diet Coke in the trunk, which I left in the trunk uh, overnight, sitting outside their home in Plymouth. And then the next morning, just, it was like a a 7-Eleven, like, slushy, just exploded all over the trunk of the car. Just disgusting. Not as gross as beer. Exploding beer, that that's that's worse. Uh, so keep the text coming at 651-461-9226. We thank the Minnesota Pork Board and Liquor Boy for presenting Derusha Eats. And today we visit uh, a local baker, chef, entrepreneur who has run her business for more than 10 years now. Alicia Hines started the Buttered Tin in Lower Town, St. Paul. I remember it well when you first opened up. And what a run you've had now with another location, uh, frozen pies and cinnamon rolls in the grocery stores and plans of uh, spreading the the delicious baked history of of our community uh, even bigger. Alicia, so good to have you here. Hi, thanks for having me, Jason. Uh, When you opened in... Was it 2013? 2013, yes, in Lower Town. I mean, do you look back and think, oh, how innocent I was? I mean, COVID, (laughs) all of these things that have happened over the last 11 years, who would have guessed? I mean, of course, I could have never thought COVID or a (laughs) pandemic would would have occurred. That was not in the business plan. That was not in the business plan. Um, But I'm actually surprised, I mean, all the time of the things that we, of the things that we encounter and we surpass. So I, just, I mean, we've been just a very resilient um, team and business these years. It's been pretty amazing. You uh, you started uh, doing pastry here here in town, or yeah, yeah, I Le actually went to Le Cordon Bleu. Yeah. yeah, when it was in Mendota Heights. In, are you from here originally? I am from St. Paul. Yeah, yeah, all my family is from St. Paul. When you were a kid, did you like to bake? You know, yes, I did. And my grandmother was a baker. And she would just, you know, she decorated cakes, she baked, she cooked all the time. She was always, I was always with her. We slept over there. We'd wake up and she would be making bread and we'd get to eat the dough, you know, that kind of inspiration. When, when, when did you decide, you know what, I want to open my own bakery? Oh, my gosh. That was that was years on. Yeah. You know, I had already, you know, I'd worked at the Target headquarters after college, and then I'd always Was that known... the first? That was the first job after culinary yeah. school? No. No. After college. Oh, after so, college. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I did I did get my four-year, my undergrad, and then- um, and what, they, were, what were you doing at Target? Um, in human resources. Ah. Yeah. Oh, funny. <laughs> it really paved the way, actually, well, for owning a business. I'm telling you what. I, I suppose, right? a great amount of, yeah, resources and, and Interesting. knowledge. So- um, yeah, so after, well, right after college, I moved to Central America. I just, I wasn't, and then As I came do. back, right? And then right. I came back and um, 
uh, worked for Target for a while and loved it, loved the culture and everything. Um, I just knew that I had always wanted to go to pastry school. I just kind of felt like it was the time. So I left, went to pastry school, and it was there probably the first week that I really felt like I found my niche. I was like, I was meant to be a baker. Like, this is like... My grandmother is in me, like saying, "This is it. This is it." So. Isn't it interesting how how that gets unlocked, right? Where you yeah. you were doing well, things were fine yes. in the HR career. Totally. Were you like a stereotypical HR person? <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like just looking to bust people for yes. doing stuff. No. my mother in law no. be so mad. She spent her whole life in HR. She's yes. like, "We are there to help people, exactly. not to." Bu-. I'm like, "Okay." Well, that's actually what I was doing. I was I was actually supporting the stores. Um, with benefits. Uh-huh. And so I was, um, because I spoke Spanish, I was a bilingual, like, representative or whatever to help, like, store um, uh, store employees. Interesting. Yeah. Alicia Hines so, is with us. The Buttered Tin, you know it, in Lower Town, St. Paul, and the second location that opened uh, just about three years ago in northeast Minneapolis, right at the end of the Lowry Avenue Bridge. Um, breakfast. Yes. Was, was there always, for you, was it... Always about like really wanting to communicate that great breakfast experience, or or is your passion more in like the pie crust? Like you're sort of legendary for your pie. Right. Well, thank you. Well, actually, I would say that yes. At at heart, I'm a baker, a cake decorator, baker. That's who I am. The whole breakfast thing is is I've had a love for breakfast my whole life. So my mom, my aunts, my godmother, and all of their daughters, me and my cousins, and. We went out for breakfast every Saturday morning since since I was born. Hmm. And that was just our, our time to sit down and, and you know, put out all of our problems, catch up, you know, be close. And I kind of, you know, that's what everyone says, right? It's gather around food. And it was specific breakfast for me. So, and honestly, I just love to go out for breakfast. It's my favorite meal. So I, I mean, it's a clear combination, right, of bakery and yeah. and breakfast. You worked. So. You were on Cupcake Wars. You worked at Cupcake, right? You were. The, I did. Yeah. yeah, that was. <laughs> that's who we went. I went to Cupcake Wars with twice, actually, what, season three and season five. What like what did that mean as far as like in your growth, being able to launch your own yeah. business? What was that key, or was that just like an amazing experience? Um, I actually, well, yes, I think it was key. Because it kind of t- taught me, well, I knew that right away when I went to bakeries to patisserie school that I was going to open up my own place. That was already an idea in my head. But I think that going to Cupcake Wars and seeing how, you know, the things that I was doing at the time at Cupcake and on Cupcake Wars, I, you know, really made me get, get some confidence knowing that I could really do this and gave me that push. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was an amazing experience. Another one of the uh, things that who would have thought yeah. when I went to pastry school that these were the things that I was doing. It actually led to being on another show that TC, um, that uh, what not to wear. Oh, funny, <laughs> which is strange. Right. So the producers called afterwards. So it was all They're these like, oh, we things. like you. You should yeah. be on this. It was all these strange things that kind of led to this. I'm like, gosh, I, who would have thought going to pastry school would have led to oh, the yeah. things that I've done. It's so, it's so interesting. Blast. Yes. Yeah. Alicia Hines, The Buttered Tin, two locations. You have really expanded into the grocery stores. And just before the holidays, I made your 
uh, unbelievable frozen cinnamon rolls. They're you, so good, aren't they? They're so good. I know you like just like what you said. You cannot believe that you bought them in the frozen aisle of a grocery store. You leave them out overnight so they kind of you they know rise. they rise. Yeah, they got but, yeast in them. But they're. I mean, it's astonishing. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, and they're large. <laughs> like you they're said, very large. You're responsible. You only ate half. I only ate half, which yes. then I looked at the serving size, and the serving size is one half. Is so half. I was not really that responsible. <laughs> yes. Well, the great thing is is that they come individual, so you can only take one out if you want to. However, yeah, it was, it was something that I've always wanted to do, kind of similar to the um, restaurants, really just with pastry and, and breakfast, showing people that you can have nostalgic things and, and delicious things as like a better for you product, right? With not all of the terrible ingredients and, you know, especially like you were saying, you were shocked it was in the in the frozen aisle. Yeah. But why? Because the preservative should be the freezing, yeah. not, not, the, not crappy the weird ingredients. Crap. Yeah. Right. What? So. Uh, you have pies and you have the rolls, right? Right. We have cinnamon rolls, dinner rolls, French apple pie, blueberry crumble pie, pumpkin pie, and then hand pies as well. You know, when you think about like a business like yours, a pie is not, it's not something that you need at the grocery store every day. Right. It's so, more of a celebratory right. thing, right? So when you think about your business and the growth and expansion, right. uh, kind of how do you how do you make that work? Like yeah, could, really someday is the is the frozen food thing going to be bigger than the restaurant? Is it already bigger than the restaurant? It's definitely not bigger than the restaurant yet, but it absolutely has the potential to be, oh. and and I do believe it will happen soon, wow. sooner than later. Yeah, we're cool, right? yeah we're getting into some some big stores and and I'm working towards a lot of growth there. But it's um, it's the same desire for me to just show people that you can get a better for you product in the in the freezer aisle. Um, but while yes, you're right, pies aren't the I'm going to buy them every day. And of course, you're not going to eat a cinnamon roll every day too. Maybe on the weekends or you know yeah. something like that. But um, I'm going to kind of uh, grab the breakfast thing mm. too. So I have some to new skews, yeah. Cool. Possibly coming. You're in Kowalski's, Lunds and Byerly's, uh, some High V, some Cub Foods, right? Yep. And then Jerry's and um, Jerry's Markets and um, Coburn's. And we're about at 150 yeah. stores wow. statewide. Cool. Right. Alicia Hines is with us, the Buttered Tin. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. We will ask what your favorite pie is. I'll get your three restaurant recommendations uh, and what the most popular items. Plus, we're going to debut a new, like, uh, question and answer feature. Uh, You get to pick, but you don't know what question is coming your way. So, yeah, those questions (laughs) came from our listeners. So we'll do that when we come back. Derusha Eats here on CCO. Alicia Hines is with us. The Buttered Tin to Russia Eats continues here. Thanks to the support of the Minnesota Pork Board and Liquor Boy. Alicia, you were just talking about your kids. How old are they? Yeah, five and seven. And your husband, is he in the restaurant business or not? Oh, dear Lord, no. Thank thank goodness, right? I always say that well, about my wife. He like, says thank goodness. Yeah. I don't know that he's a big Is fan. it hard to be married to someone in the restaurant business? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't tell you. He doesn't tell you what a pain in the neck it is to be married. Oh to yes, absolutely. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he does say that. Well, the strains are. I mean, what's been the biggest surprise for you running two restaurants? Oh my gosh, I don't even know where to start. I would say that the biggest surprise seems to be how um, easy everyone thinks it 
is. Oh, people think it's easy? Well, I think that they see a line and they're like, oh, you're killing it. You're crushing it. You're just, you know, raking it in. And you're like, okay, well, you know, that, I mean, yeah. blessed and super happy that we're busy and people love us and we're all still, you know, employed. Right. It's not easy. And yeah. it's, you know, it wasn't easy to start. Like you figure, you know, well, there was a short time that I, li- I, I lived in Illinois and I got a phone call from someone and they were like, I didn't have a great experience today. And you're out gallivanting and having fun oh, over in, wow. in Illinois. And I was like, oh, you have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'm out on a yacht, diamonds and Right, you wish, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, two restaurants is not enough for that lifestyle. Exactly. Right. No. Um, we have questions that our listeners have submitted. And so you get to pick a number between 1 and 38. I'll go 18. Question number 18. Most underrated restaurant in the Twin Cities is? Oh, my gosh. Underrated? Underrated. Um, I mean, if I, I asked know. you overrated, then on the radio, you'd <laughs> yeah, have to call somebody that's out. Right. Like, okay. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is tough. I don't know that it's underrated, but I would say that it kind of flies under the radar is Enoni. Ah, and in, yeah. it's like a nice neighborhood. Yep place and it's in lilydale like east side close to saint paul yeah and beautiful always good food always i celebrated my 30th birthday there i mean that's how long i mean it's just continued to have you know a great and i think that when there's restaurants that have a long um a long life span you sort of forget forget about them yeah yeah but they're there and they're amazing all right pick another number one to 38 um i'll do three question number three That's good. Pantry staple you can't live without. What is your favorite, like, spice or? Oregano. Oregano. I put oregano on everything. Really? Yeah. Well, when it comes to baking, (laughs) I mean, you know, pie crust is very intimidating for people, as it probably should be. Is it worth the effort, do you think, for someone to make their own pie crust versus buying a a good one? It's absolutely easier than people think. I don't know, understand why it's so intimidating. There's three ingredients. Well, right? that's why it's intimidating because if you <laughs> screw something up, like there's nowhere to hide. Well, I think that that's the thing about baking is that because it takes so long, it, you'd have to start all over again. And that's the thing, right? Oh, I don't want to start all over mm. again. Yeah, because you got to dump dough, You have to do it, let it rest for eight hours, right? Then you roll it out. Then you have fillings and you bake the whole thing. And if it turns out bad, you don't find out for a very long time. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so there's that. So that's the reason for buying it. But otherwise, it's very simple. What is your very favorite simple. pie? Um, I am a huge fan of anything custard. Oh. So my favorite pie is banana cream. Banana cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My wife and doesn't bananas like bananas, too. so oh. this is like we always share dessert, and so I always complain about the fact I don't you really get, to, get bananas. I never get my banana desserts. Yeah, I do love bananas desserts. Well, I would say that's my favorite, but if I if I didn't have bananas in it, it was just custard, yeah. right? Because all that is is yeah. pastry cream and then fresh bananas. If I just did pastry cream and whipped Delicious. cream, <laughs> I'd, be, yeah. I'd be happy. What is, is there a pie flavor that you make because people like it? But you would prefer to just wipe it off the face of the earth. 
oh, nothing. Nothing that I'd want to wipe off the face of the earth. But one that I don't eat as often as people just go crazy about are peach pies. Peach our pies? Peach, yeah, our peach pies. Interesting. People go crazy. Like when we have our peach hand pies yeah. or our peach streusel. Yeah. They love it. Uh, they love it. And it's good, but... Peach is good. I don't know. I, you know, there's something about like when a... it gets in a pie filling that yeah. I don't really love You know love what it, it is? It's, it's, I, if I eat a peach, it's got to be fresh. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, you I want that, know. like, I just juice, don't like, the like falling all over you. I, yes, I do like I that. do, yeah. It's that's like, mm, I do like State that. Fair, the State Fair peaches. That's where it's at. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're so good. Yeah. Alicia Hines is the owner of the Buttered Tin, two locations, uh, one in Lower Town, St. Paul, the other in Northeast Minneapolis. We always ask our guests for three restaurant recommendations to share with our audience. What do you have? You know what? I am, I'm going to go with Enoni as one of them Good. because it's a staple for my family. There at least once nice. a week. Gus Gus. Yes. And excellent. Literally Fantastic. Nicest Drinks, people. Food, very great good. atmosphere, just co- quaint and cozy. It's right by the University of St. Thomas. Yes. In yeah. St. Paul. And then I'm going to go tongue in cheek, too. Mm. You know what? Maybe yeah. also flying under the radar. It's like a five star restaurant, like a, at like a three star budget. Eastside St. Paul, great brunch. Pork belly. Yeah. That makes me. I have dreams about it. It's those those so guys good. those guys are coming on in a couple months. Fantastic! So I just so talented. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Very, those were all sort of underrated restaurants. I think you I, did great. I suppose. Yeah, and they're all St. Paul restaurants. That's right. It's not like I never get to Minneapolis, but like I said, I have a five and seven year old, so I don't get out very much. It, it makes it a little harder <laughs> yeah. for sure. Oh, I remember those years sort of fondly when my kids were that sort of, young. Sort, sort of. of is the keyword. It's nice to yeah. get through it. I'll tell you that much. Alicia, great to have you here. Go check out. Uh, all of you can check out her freshly frozen. Products, those uh, pies and those uh, pastries and rolls, and look for some new uh, breakfast stuff coming to your local grocery stores, too. Thanks, Alicia. Fantastic. Thanks, Jason. 431, uh, lots of good texts coming in about it's too cold to blank at 651-461-9226. Keep those coming. When we come back, I want to talk about whether or not the media screwed up by calling the Iowa caucuses, by declaring a winner well before almost everyone in Iowa who wanted to cast a vote, cast their vote. We'll talk about it in just a minute here on Drive Time with Russia.